there, folks, and welcome or welcome back to Nippon Trading International's Japan Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Ziv Nakajima, again, and this podcast is brought to you, among others, by Emil Gorgis of realestate.jp. He's a Tokyo real estate agent who specializes in serving international or mixed nationality families who are looking for the perfect family home. So Emil's an Australian. He's been living here in Japan for over two decades now. And for about half of that time, he's been buying, selling, and managing real estate properties in Tokyo on behalf of his own family and a great many happy clients. And he also acts as a mortgage broker on behalf of his clients. So he's got dedicated loan officers in many of the Japanese mega banks. And if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you probably already know him from our JREP, the Japan Real Estate Experts Panel Sessions which means that you're already aware of the fact that the man is an absolute fountain of wisdom on all things related to real estate in Japan, and in particular to family homes, the greater Tokyo metropolitan area, and mortgages. And most importantly, he's incredibly generous with his time and advice, which he's more than happy to provide at no cost or commitment to anyone asking. So if you've been thinking about buying your home in Tokyo, but you've been sitting on the fence for a while, or you just want to have a chat in English with a real expert, Drop him a line on sales at realestate.jp. Hit him up today and start exploring your options. All right, so for today's episode, uh, Emil, Tracy, and myself just finished a debriefing session on the recent Japan Real Estate Summit, which we've held in Shibuya, Tokyo, and online via streaming last month. You must have heard about the event by now if you're a regular listener of this podcast and maybe already downloaded the presentations, which are now available on our website, nippontradings.com. We'll link to the downloads page again in this episode show notes. So we've sent out a short survey to participants, and some of you were gracious enough to reply giving us just enough feedback to review and analyze so that we can improve for you moving forward to next year's event, which we're hoping is finally going to be a full weekend, two days jam-packed with presentations, Q&A panels, breakout rooms for various hands-on workshops, uh, more experts, and much more networking. We had some really interesting suggestions and comments, which you'll hear all about in this episode. So enjoy the session, and I'll see you again on the other side. Japan real estate session back, uh, real estate experts panel back in session after a long, long, long while. Hello, everyone. You're still going through the back, some of those recordings uh, from way back when, though, aren't you? Yeah, 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 no, I know people don't actually know how long we haven't been recording, just we know. But this, so this is our first recording since the summit. So we were going to do a bit of a deep dive into the summit. So if you weren't there online or you weren't there in person, why not? Um, <laughs> so, shame on you. Shame on you. No, we had a blast. We had an absolute blast. And um, I guess in the show notes, you're going to put the recap and things um, in the like the um, the recordings and etc. The highlight yeah. reel. Mm. Sure. So yeah. we're, we're recording this, what is it, November 22nd now. Um, 2023, also, yes. <laughs> yeah, also, apologies to those who... Uh, for the technical issue where my recording, uh, we weren't able, we did not successfully record my uh, um, my session on the summit, but uh, I did hold, uh, I think two weeks after the date, uh, I held a repeat session, um, just via Zoom, which is fully recorded, nice and clear audio, no gaps, um, with a Q&A session. And that's it was available. a lot longer too, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a lengthy one, because um, there was no, I think the total thing was 90 minutes we had, Whereas it was only we only had about forty five minutes at the actual summit, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and that goes through in, in quite a bit of detail. So uh, that's available on the on the website page. Mm. Well, I had a blast um, doing doing my session. Um, it was I learned a lot just even the preparation of it. So um, and I you know I. Uh, there was a lot of friends in the audience, so I was able to sort of, you know, riff off them a little bit and 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 try and make it, um, you know, bring in some personal stories that uh, that I hope were useful to to everybody else. So, um, but as I said, it's a real estate summit, and as a mimpaku, as a like a hospitality business, it's kind of I am a bit of an interloper, but um, yeah, I just like playing, you know playing with the playing in the same space as you guys so thank you for letting me interlope <laughs> no, you uh, are very much the expert i don't think there's any interloping involved <laughs> watching this- you speak honestly tracy watching you speak and, and emil too actually all, all of you for that matter it's like just 
listening to somebody who knows so much about their subject matter is is an actual thrill, even if I don't understand what they're talking about. And in your case, I do understand at least half of it. So it's very exciting. Yeah. And not to forget Anton, um, who's not joining us on this Zoom, but yep. um, well, his talk on, on Akia and the detail. And again, you know, someone who's so um, in the lane, yeah. knows mm. it so well. Um, I've heard lots about Akia. We've had Matt on before, but, um, you know, someone who's really just buying them and doing the business and doing the hands-on renovation and whatnot is really interesting to see um from a, mm -hmm. a different perspective so mm -hmm. uh, that was that was really exciting as well yeah look uh, anton's a rock star i mean yes he has a really popular youtube channel and a really popular like you know image and persona but he's not just the show pony he does the work and he's the real deal so um that's what's so like just so wonderful about you know, having him in our little orbit is that, you know, he, he does know his stuff really well because he's, he, you know, he gets dirty he uh, and uh, does the work. So and the passion um, on him too. Oh my goodness. And, and also the fact that that's, you know, he does have such a platform and he does has to have such a, an audience is really, it's, it's only really going to help um, other investors really who have that passion to really take the leap and um, have the courage to jump in because there is so many Akia, there are so many places that just need some love. Um, and I think the word is starting to get out. So if anyone is sort of thinking about sort of get like, the, if you know how to, if you know the right end of the hammer of, of a hammer to use, then um, it's a really good opportunity to get in there and, and like add some value, get something really cheap and add some value and, um, and make some money. Yeah. I read fun. recently that uh, prices started going up in rural areas as well. So this month, there might not be long for people to actually get those cheap houses anymore. No, no. But then there are there are more and more coming on. I was um, I met someone at the summit, an amazing woman who um, she's a she's an investor and uh, now um, you know independently wealthy because she just lives on this passive income from all of these akia that she has renovated and then has you know tenants in them. Um, she's saying there are more and more coming online as the population is aging and as sort of family homes are being, um, you know, are being put out to pasture. So there will be some more as, you know, as the baby boomers start to pass. So, yeah. Um, one, mm. one, one thing I've, I found interesting, sorry, dropping. Um, Go for it. Is, you know, you, you mentioned just before, like, you know, with Anton, he's really in it, you know, he's doing the work. Um, what I like about this group of uh, sort of our trio, our quad, um, with all of us are quite hands-on in the business that we talk about. Uh, you know, Tracy, you started yourself and, and you've been a host yourself with your own properties and you help others. I, in terms of the real estate stuff, have bought my own personal home as well. I've done it twice myself and I've got, you know, three children. So buying a house when you know, when we were pregnant with our first kid and then second house, when we were pregnant with our second kid two years later and doing all the home loan process. I've done it myself. I know what's required, what's in it. And now I do it many times for, for clients over. And Ziv, you yourself as well, you have your we own- invested first, yeah, before we yeah. actually promoted the service to anyone else. Yeah. Exactly. You're, you're your own case study to begin with. And Anton is all, you know, a great example of he's doing it. Whereas I find lots of people on, on YouTube and even other agents trying to pitch investment properties or deals or whatnot aren't actually in the game themselves. They make the, they're in the business of, of just a transaction, but they don't really have investment properties themselves or they don't have their own family home or they're, they're just purely the consultant, but not, you know, they're just selling the service. Mm -hmm. They don't really have the experience backing it. But what I feel about the us like at the summit we really have our own personal experience mm -hmm. um, uh, mm. uh backing it so i think there's a level of confidence yeah. and experience that we have when we talk but well, on uh, i was just gonna I say hope. yes because i'm like today I, like today and yesterday i have been like i mean actually in my grubby clothes today i've been like like elbows deep in decor and um and i don't know if you've seen my instagram i've been like you know rent like not renovating um doing your magic i don't know how you well, people do that 
Um, well, basically what I'm trying to do is just I'm just trying to, you know, curate some interesting things. So it's not just a like a really bland experience when you come and stay. It's just so that you can so that you you can actually feel like you're at home. I mean, that's what I'm pro- that's what I'm selling. Right. That's my product is I'm selling you a home. It's not just a place to sleep. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I'm going to brag on my like this is my new my new um, branding, um, you know, uh, what are they like pump packs? So, um, and j- just trying to, you know, I'm always thinking about with how I can level up. And you know, we were just using, you know, every everyday old like pump packs before. I'm thinking, oh, that's a that's an opportunity to to really put more of my stamp on on things. So, you know, when you're in the shower and you can, you know, oh, who's that company? So it's Tokyo Family Stay. So the seal uh, of approval. <laughs> Sorry, the, the, the seal of approval. The Tokyo Family Stay seal of approval. That's right. Like like that uh, crusty, crusty the crown seal of approval. It's not just good; it's good enough. <laughs> uh, let's let's uh, go through some of the responses to the summit feedback. So we sent out a questionnaire um, to the everyone who attended the summit. So thank you uh, to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got, I think, yeah, fifteen responses. So let's just uh, go through and. It's just a quarter of you who attended in person and even less than that if we're counting the uh, stream. So what's up, folks? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. Look, maybe we'll have a competition next time. Like we'll do a like, you oh, know, a raffle, yeah. a raffle, you know, um, uh, you know, everyone who everyone who fills in the form has an opportunity to like five go in the draw for an Amazon Five percent off for everyone who fills in the form on the next event. Yeah. Oh, management of that. I'm gonna say a five. <laughs> okay, okay, no, 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 you're right. Ra- raffle, raffle. Okay, uh, like bigger a, a price, five, bigger five price, but just yen, a five thousand yen Amazon card. Um, what I, actually, what I do a lot of is um, when I'm running a raffle, is I do like you know uh, a mixed bag of Kit Kats, Japanese Kit Kats, because they are amazing. So that's what I could do. I could like go into the raffle for like a box of mixed. Kit Kats sent to your house. So there you go. So is that incentive to fill in the forms? Yeah, the 5,000 yen Amazon card, maybe a bit more. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to give, give you an Amazon card. Five, seven, oh, fair enough. All right. So All here, right. you see the screens here. So yeah. so we had, what, 15 people. Um, now, we do have to apologize in advance. There were there was a little, like, you know, we're, we're amateurs here, right? So we did this ourselves. And I think the the mailing system was a little confusing in terms of what to click to get onto the onto the Zoom if you were coming in uh, remotely. And I think one or two people had some problems getting in. Um, I think we got there in the end, but the because we were emailing like real time. So they may those emails may have gone into junk mail though. So um, if that was you, we do apologize. And I'm happy to give you your money back if you weren't able to attend. So just reach out to me. Okay. What do we think? We had 15 responses. There's about half and half of people who responded online. Um, most people gave us a four. Someone gave us a one and that's, that's the person who really couldn't get in. And I'm, I apologize for that. And they've sort of expressed, um, their, uh, unhappiness that they were able to get in totally valid that's on us um i think uh i've also identified what the issue was the the confusion with the streaming um the zoom stream via the versus the uh zyco platform built the ticketing, in the ticketing stream yeah yeah the ticketing service stream um i think that was the confusion and there were some uh, option selections for the type of ticket we were selling with streaming was not really for Zoom, but rather for their platform. So oh. some people were expecting the the platform um, to use the platform for the streaming, not to use Zoom. So next time we're just going to be a little clearer with that and prevent that confusion. So um, yeah. yeah, I did I did notice what was up with that. So yeah, well, that was my check. Like I checked the wrong button, did I? I checked the wrong checklist on the back end. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's okay. Yeah. It's easy, easy was uh, resolution for next time. Um, that's my doorbell. So keep talking about the the value for money side. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, uh, what do we have for value for money? Eighty percent said it's just right. Um, uh, some uh, we have someone said their streaming link didn't work and no point of contact for support. Um, 
oh, not by paying an extra thousand yen extra or too expensive. So, all right, we've had about 80% said just right. Uh, we think as well, to be honest, for our costs and everything spent, um, it was also fair for us. Um, I think it was almost break even. Uh, I think it's obvious for everyone that we're not really doing this for the money. The event is just for us to get in touch with people, obviously, and mainly for people to get in touch with each other. That what I like the most about these events is, is the conversations that happen, you know, during the breaks and afterwards. Mm -hmm. 100%, 100%. And, you know, I like being in a room with really interesting people. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, creating the room. <laughs> It's like it's sort of, um, and it's so it's not for money really. It's um, it's sharing the sharing the the knowledge and and just the community. So, and uh, I think we spent pretty much everything extra on uh, on snacks, drinks, and then we, um, the the post the after party, party the after the party. party drink, the after party, which was just lots of pizzas and booze. Um, oh, sorry. We, people can't see me nodding and smiling today because I'm in the dark because I've got a horrid eye infection, which I'm not going to subject you to. But I am smiling and nodding. <laughs> All right. So we discussed value for money while you were away, Tracy. So where are we down there? Yep. So um, who did you most want to hear from? Um, and you know, you, this one allowed you to check as many boxes as you wanted. So who did you want to hear from? Um, and it's pretty like you know. Everyone wanted to hear from all of the above, so mm. um, there was not anyone that really suffered. Like, yeah. like, oh, I wasn't particularly interested in this subject. So, um, okay. so that was four, a good, five, so four. it was a good mix of the mm. the, the content. So, and we will expand. We'll get to that when we're done with this survey. We'll talk about the uh, uh, the new survey, but we are going to expand yep. the list of speakers, hopefully. Sure. And so, how did you hear about it? Um, and there's a everyone has different ways. So LinkedIn. So there's combination of Ziv's mailing list, my mailing list, my my social media, um, and Anton's social media, and also our great friend at um, great friends at Retire Japan, and also Hi, a ben. shout out to yes, um, thank you, Ben. Houses. It was nice. Yeah, Cheap Houses Japan. Um, so thank you for. Michael. Your support michael for your support so yeah, yeah so, michael's michael's one person in the space i haven't actually uh spoken to so i might just reach out to him and say hey and and uh um have a chat with him yeah because uh, i know of his i, I follow him on, on insta the cheap house of japan um i think it's great i love love what he does and what he finds uh and I, I every time i look as well i'm also like oh that's interesting that's really cute yeah. Uh, so. yeah i wish you would come on the podcast but he's a very 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 private person yeah. Yeah, I get that. So, look, um, got a massive community because uh, he's doing such a great service, showing, showcasing all these amazing opportunities throughout Japan. We're reaping the benefits actually because every time, because he's got such a large presence, every time somebody reaches out to him for an interview, he just immediately says, "Why don't you talk to Ziv?" I'm like, okay, and we go on Nikkei. We did Rakumachi last week. We are we're doing well. With, thanks to Michael's being a private person. <laughs> Well, shout out to Michael. Go you. Well done. So what was your biggest takeaway? These, this is interesting. So um, I, I think I was able to get the message through that it's that the short-term rentals are not passive um, yeah. and Akia is not passive. Um, it's a labor of love. Um, it's very, they've, it's very profitable, but it's, but you, it's a commitment um, or you need to be involved with people who are committed. So I think I'm happy that that is the message that people got across. Um, yeah, I think people need to know, and you and Anton uh, relate that very well, is that even if you're working for experts like yourselves, the mental bandwidth that people have to uh, have to dedicate to to the topic, even when they're working remotely on it, is is still very much time consuming. Mm. Well, and your speech, your talk, Zip, was very, you know. That was amazing how you had the different avatars of all the different, you know, the different types of investors and and what, you know, which route that each of them should go. I mean, that was just, that was genius. I thought, I've watched your talk a couple of times, actually. I thought, oh, Sid, well done. Shout out to uh, Grant Herbert. He's an Australian guy who um, who does presentation presentations on how to present. I saw him at a seminar in Singapore recently, and he gave me some very good tips on how to um how to try to be a bit less, uh, a bit less of the mathematician and a bit more approachable, like the guy was saying there. Mm. 
you know, it was it was just so clear and it was I think a lot of people got a lot out of it and and you know if anyone's watching this one go back and watch Ziv's talk because it really does clearly identify you know who you know what you should be doing if you fall into different categories so or shouldn't really yeah. or shouldn't exactly so I, I, I think a real interesting point with that as well is even if maybe you are one of the categories but you have a different strategy or something like that for a lot of new people they think there's one best approach to investing mm -hmm. whereas really it's sort of it the best is different for different people on different circumstances um and what their goals and intentions are the stage in their life that they're at so just even just being aware that okay that's how you should approach investing right um not just oh what a what's this person doing or what's that person doing no, not even just real estate absolutely yeah oh yeah yeah with, with any kind of investment um so it's just good education um and exposure to understanding okay these are some different concepts and some different uh, perspectives um so hang on let me just scroll down here's another few little thing <laughs> nothing yes this person was not very happy but again apologize for not being able to get it on online um Everything is possible if you're willing to invest time and or money. Um, yeah, so real estate to to make cash flow. Sure. Yeah. Anna. And Emil's, uh, Emil's take on financing, I thought that was very educational too, actually. Uh, you're a walking, he's a walking calculator, I always say. <laughs> walking calculator of like, you know, lending opportunities. So, so got to find the gaps. Um, the venue I'm interested in, okay, wow, that was very, very cute. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I get it, though. I, I very, very much get it. The sound was better than last year, but we still had some mic issues. And um, mm -hmm. I think the layout of the room for the people in the back was not very convenient. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the ones and the twos came from people in the back. Yeah. Mm. Well, the one, I think, is, again, that person who was who, who couldn't get on. So, um, 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 But that uh, on on that note, so for the, the venue as well, so um, I think... We had what so the what six was it the the 12, 12 respondents for how was the venue yeah yeah so six have said given it a three out of five mm -hmm. and then it skewed you know two for each um two and four and one for each of one and five anyway uh confusing for those listening but i kind of do feel the venue was it was not as bright and nice and fancy as where we were in february um it was, but so the, the room i was it was not a very attractive room it felt quite dark and, and anton even mentioned that he doesn't like the space but that said uh being two minutes from shibuya station yeah location. convenience um and again we have a, a budget like we do try to keep these um events affordable for people to come uh, i think the ticket was about four thousand yen or so um and we sort of just like that venue being in a good location for so many people in Shibuya is quite costly. Mm. It was just good that we, uh, you know, there, there's a bit of compromise. Um, we can get a fancier venue, but we, in order to keep the the costs low for participants, uh, mm. you know, some of the considerations. Um, and the food and beverage, how do well, we get I was going to say, that said, though, if anyone was watching or listening and has a venue and they want to, you know, offer it up um, at, in a sponsorship capacity or something like that please get in touch or if you can suggest some places um we are open to suggestions i've got a couple of ideas of um where for next for a daytime for a daytime event um you're so, also serving food and drinks into your venue these people eat and drink a lot after the event yes yeah. that's right if you have a like a restaurant or a bar or something um and you know we we can uh you know carry on then um then yeah people do eat and drink a lot so um we interrupt this broadcast to tell you about Tokyo Family Stays. They're a short-term rentals company in Tokyo and they offer a home away from home experience, which is just perfect for remote working, quarantining, if that's still a thing, or if you just need somewhere quiet to get away from the world. They offer a variety of options for families, corporate relocations, or even if you're simply transitioning between homes in Tokyo. The properties are super comfortable, 
tastefully furnished, fully equipped with all amenities, and they accommodate up to 10 people. So really the only thing you'll need to bring with you is your toothbrush and maybe a change of clothes. They come with fast, unlimited wireless internet, dedicated workspaces, and fully equipped kitchens, and they're just a delight to stay in. Fantastic alternative to Japanese business hotels, which if you've ever stayed in one, you probably know. They're tiny, they're noisy, fine for a night or two if you're on your own, but longer term or with a family, you'll probably feel you're in a jail cell very quickly in a Japanese business hotel. So if you want to give yourself a sense of space and freedom by renting a real home, with comfortable Western beds, including all the necessities like baby bedding, children's toys, high chairs, etc. You definitely want to reach out to Tokyo Family Stays. They've been at it for over a decade. They're a fully licensed minpaku or short-term stay operator. And as a special bonus for our viewers and listeners, they're also throwing in a breakfast basket upon arrival for anyone who books and mentions the Japan Real Estate Podcast or NTI. And not only for guests, if you're a property owner, you've got an investment property that you want to tweak for higher profit, or a holiday home that you want to rent out when you're not using it via short-term stays, drop them a line today, see how they can help you maximize your property's income. And again, as a special bonus to our viewers and listeners, they're also offering a free audit of your existing short-term stay listings without any obligation whatsoever. So feel free to reach out to them at tokyofamilystays.com. Well worth a visit. And again, if you're in the market for a family home in or around the Tokyo metropolitan area, Emil's your man. Don't be shy to reach out to him as well at sales at realestate.jp. And now back to the podcast. Um, anyway, food and drink, food and beverage. We brought everything in. Well, Emil brought everything in. So mm. snacks yeah. and snacks and uh, teas and things was Coffee. just to make sure people didn't expire. <laughs> so. So. Well, almost all of it was gone. Um, there were a few cans of coffee left, mm. um, but oh, pretty much everything else. Yeah, yeah, but pretty much everything else was was gone. You know, and there wasn't a lot of leftovers, so I was happy with that. Um, yeah, kind of even distribution there. But uh, cool. well, well, last time in the February event, we did a whole day, and then we had the bentos um, during the during the day, um, and we had a lot of drink left over from from February's. Um, from February's mm. event, um, but we're getting it right. We're improving by the by the event. Sure. Um, okay, so what topics would you like us to cover at future events? Um, let's read through. So more of the same. I want to hear how much in, uh, interested in Japanese property invests from overseas, uh, real estate in regions other than Kanto. Good point. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Commercial properties such as offices and warehouses. Okay, I don't have a, a great deal of. Um, uh experience with with those ones as if maybe that's more your area but uh next one also tax and financials um a bit of a rabbit hole for sure but this could be a very good value add add or upsell and i agree i think we were considering um uh, having maybe a tax accountant come and discuss but that said uh i think we need to find (laughs) uh someone who can speak to it well uh japanese tax accountants no, oh, Tracy and I were speaking of a tax accountant. Oh, I mean, he's he's more than a tax accountant now. He's a, a bit of a big shot. But maybe um, the tall guy we mentioned last time, Tracy, could be a mm-hmm. good fit. Sure, sure. And um, yeah, so I mean, this is this is something that is a huge part of every business, um, and not my wheelhouse. I've had, you know, I know how I go for my business, but I'm no expert. I would be interested in listening uh, to a strategist for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, financials, you know, maybe even having a lender, um, you know, come in. Uh, obviously, we have to be, be careful of uh, conflicts of interest and, um, and uh, you know, especially if it was a like a sponsorship type of arrangement. So that's something that we need to work out. But it's definitely one thing we we really would like to add um for the next event yeah sure. and i think everybody knows i mean we obviously have our businesses too so mm-hmm. you know i think if we find the right person who speaks in the right way about these topics and remains impartial which i think we're pretty good at sourcing these kinds of people mm-hmm. we should be okay i think so, mm. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, this is interesting to have talk about market trends. Um, that that would actually be a very interesting topic. Um, oh, I, I, I can talk about that for hours. I just thought people want to be more hands on. Not a problem at all. Done. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's in your house. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
uh, so more more about Akia. So it is really like it's trending right now, um, you know, with all the YouTube channels, um, not just Anton, but there's a bunch of other people doing the Akia thing. So and it's different. It's really unique. It's a really unique situation to Japan. So, um, yeah, more more buying. And I think a lot more before and afters. I think people really love that eye candy that mm. like, you know, this is what it looked like before, this is what it looked like after, and obviously how how much value was added and how much, you know, what was the increase in, in yield and the delta. Um, programs for newbies. You're so, an investment opportunity. So we, we can definitely do that. The thing is with Japan is that it's a very, very fast-moving market. By the time we research investment opportunities, put them into a presentation, and then it takes a few weeks for the event to actually take place, most of them are gone. But mm -hmm. um, what we can do is maybe pick some bigger ones that people can joint venture into. These tend to stay on the market for a longer period of time. Um, mm. So that's maybe an option. I mean, we had a lot of questions during the day about people talking about um, you know, putting together consortiums and um, you know, for for larger investments, um, mm. that was a that came up a, a couple of times during during the event. So you know, obviously that's not my, you know, that's not my area of expertise at all. Oh, but then there's um, another one actually for a meal too. Available properties that are in the market. So I guess I guess that is a popular request. So yeah. we'll, let's do that. So, yeah, I think that's something we can just like some more actual real examples of current listings, um, whether or not they're suitable for someone, if someone wants to buy it, um, that's one thing. But I do feel just at least to see what a listing looks like and have them yep. in front of them uh, is, is interesting. Um, there were lots of questions there and, um, you know, about investments or group purchasing, like syndications, because mm -hmm. in the US, that's quite. I'm getting, I've been talking to lots of people, even now, I just came back from the US yesterday, um, and people there are heavily talking about um, syndications. Um, and I know that's been a thing for years in the US, but now um, I'm getting lots of this people talking about how do we do syndications in, in Japan. Um, and it's not as easy to do a syndication in, I think, um, in, J in Japan as it is in the US where it's just such a common sort of mechanism. Um, the REITs are much larger, sort of done by much larger firms, not just a small group of people mm -hmm. in general. Uh, right. But that's something to look into. And Ziv, you, you touched on it just earlier, so you may have some more experience with yeah, that. Yeah, so we've been, like I mentioned at the event, we've been approached um, a bunch of time by a bunch of people. So we have done some investigations with the accountants and Yosei Shoshi is the people who actually set up these structures. And there are a few ways to do it, either by everyone being a, a shareholder with one managing partner who's doing the thing or uh, with people uh, loaning money to the company that is being formed and then their returns are a part of the loan agreement. Uh, really, is that like, a hard money, like a hard money loan, like a hard money loan that they would do in the US. Yeah, except that the return is not a fixed amount every month it's related to the actual yield that the property generates oh, okay so mm -hmm. there are two or three structures there that can be put together and it really it's really a tax consideration above anything else depending on what uh, how much taxes people want whether they want their name listed on the company what sort of legal mm -hmm. recourse they have if things don't work out and so forth but the logistics of it are are not not that complicated they're very straightforward so i think we're definitely happy like i was saying at the event we don't want to be in a position where there's going to be any bad blood between us and people who didn't agree with any of our decisions but if we are hired as a managing party to just make sure the investment ticks then we're very happy to do it on anyone's behalf so maybe that's something to actually dig into in more detail next event as well which is going to be easier there are a few topics that people want to do now. So maybe if we do something like two presentations each, but we'll, we'll talk about that when we're done with this one, maybe over a two day period. Sure. I mean, the other, the other thing that, that, that came up with me <laughs> recently and which might be of interest as well is the, you know, the tokenization of, um, of real estate in Japan. So, um, you know, more like a blockchain, um, you know, blockchain, uh, be a meals baby, I think. Emil's baby. So anyway, look, that's just popped into my radar recently. Um, so 
Um, marketing for renting. I think it would be an interesting topic if I took, because I'm taking over right now, I'm taking over uh, a mimpaku that's licensed, it's running, um, but I'm taking it over as a going concern. Um and I'm putting my spin on it and I'm going to use it as a case study to show um, what, you know, what someone was doing before and then when it was really just very basic um, and then I've been able to take it over because the person who was doing it decided it was too hard, it was too much work and it's not really what they they thought it was going to be passive. And so it's like, okay, I'll take that and I'll put my spin on it. I want to show the differences between something that's really basic, that's just like a generic, a generic minpaku going in and um, going into a, um, you know, something that's the Tokyo family stays look. So, um, yeah, you so also that, provide that consulting to people who are doing it even in other countries, right? That that's your expertise. Well, exactly. I do audits all the time, so I'll look at a I'll look at a listing, and you know I'll look at it and go look at their photos, look at like look at their marketing. So that's why that marketing for renting is is it might be something that um, is people interested. So it's like, well, let's look at this listing. Why is this one successful and this one isn't? And I can and I can break down the the marketing side for that. We can actually do a, a joint presentation because we, we've got a bit of experience with long-term leasing, what works, what doesn't work, mm, how to get tenants in okay. hard times of the year, stuff like that. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a, that sounds like a great, um, a, a great thing. And then loans, mortgages, available properties. So, um, yeah. Leave procedures um, as well. Yeah, that's, that's my wheelhouse, definitely. Definitely um, your wheelhouse. And with how to buy a building, if at all possible. Yes, that's very, very possible. Um, and it's that's actually not too dissimilar to buying an apartment, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. to buying a standalone, like buying a one room yeah. or one house or a building. I think there's definitely been a request for more deal analysis, so we'll throw in some buildings as well. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, and then improvements for next time. Improvements for next time. So... So still looking okay. Do, 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 do. Um, so the recordings, the recordings are all up on yep. your website, and we are so we're updating the realestate.jp website. So we'll also be uh, come to realestate.jp in the coming week or so. Uh, you'll see sort of the the website revised homepage with the links to the videos as well. English skill. Someone, you know, obviously we want to be as inclusive as possible, um, even though this event is in English only. Um, I don't know, maybe we do know a like a simultaneous translator. We might see if that's a possibility, if there is enough interest in that. But I don't know. Um, um, it's interesting. I think I think they wanted to speak out. It says from what I'm reading here, I feel that they wanted uh, to speak out, not they could not, right. no, they misunderstood. And I understand the poll that they talk, the bit they're talking about, about the no rebuild allowed. Um, but okay, that, that's fine. That's not a big, okay. big point, I We feel. can have that at a separate ticket, just gauge what their interest is and then set the price based on that for tickets that require that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Streaming guests, yes. So that it, this, is a, this was an issue. The mic, like definitely the microphone issue, um, the audience, um that we had to keep repeating the questions from the audience and we we often forgot that because we were so excited to answer the question so um yeah that's a that's a definitely a tech issue that we need to make sure we have nailed um because you know we people who are streaming have paid good money so they um you know we want to have be as inclusive as possible so they should have their questions heard and be able to hear the, the audience questions as well yeah, and the, the next one is similar, like the the audio for the Q and A session. Definitely, mm -hmm. um, testimonials could be interesting to hear from investors, buyers, and sellers and their experience. Um, that'll be interesting. Could possibly try to invite a a previous um, client mm -hmm. to come. There are always a few in the crowd. We just need to ask them in advance. Once so, once we see people have signed up for the next event, to, who we know are clients, we can just reach out to them and see if they could give a short testimonial. Of their experience. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to watch a faction event. So them with fear um, for later on. So. Yeah. Um, um, 
And the next one, similarly, like I'm um, said, uh, I can't find the recording. I'm clicking around on the Zyka website. Again, that's from the miscommunication. Uh, we have the Zoom links up on the website. Uh, sorry, the, the recordings, which are on YouTube. Um, so don't go through the Zyko website trying to find their streaming service uh, and recordings via that. Apologies, we weren't. That's that's my bad. That's definitely my bad. Um, um, like, I, you know, I'm I'm loving that people are actually, you know, giving giving candid, you know, um, robust, you know, responses because this is really helpful. It's like, mm. yes, it's lovely to have compliments, but um, you know, having having places where we can improve is very useful. Yeah. We have thick skin. <laughs> I think a lot, a lot of the the negative improvement areas were that that aspect. Um, Definitely technical, yeah. From what I see, uh, this is quite quite a lengthy thing about uh, saying yeah. that Anton um, Anton was a bit generic. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not sure I agree with that. There were a lot of people there who did not who did not really have a, a, a you know a concrete concept of what an akia is and and you know the pitfalls involved in, in the general concept. So, but mm. we can definitely expand. That's definitely something to do. Yeah. I think one issue with that response. So what he said was, you know, if, if you've watched most of Anton's stuff, then there's no real new information that you're seeing. I think that goes for a lot of us. Um, we yeah. kind of give all the information out regularly. Right. And if you watch all of our stuff, then you have an idea of all of our thoughts on the matter. We're not reserving some special secret nugget just for attendees, but it is a consolidated, you know, 40 minutes where all this information is. Otherwise, you'd be watching hours and hours of YouTube trying to get it. Uh, so we do give yeah. all the information out for free almost all the time. Yeah. Uh, this is just one session to have it all crammed in one day rather than days of YouTube. Um, yeah. Searching. And, I can understand the, that sentiment. Yeah, but the value really is being in the room. It's being in the room and talking with other investors and, and like, connecting and networking, and I, that's what I think the value was in as well. Like, yeah. putting, putting even, together the, uh, even on the uh, Zoom, the stream chat, people were chatting amongst themselves, asking right. questions and answering by themselves. It was a really lively stream as well. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. Okay, so Brilliant. again, Nikhil, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, streaming Q and A. Yeah. Yeah. More mics, I think, will solve that one. Yeah. yeah. And the venue was too small. Mm. Yeah. Uh -huh. The layout did make it a bit cramped, but also impressed that we filled it. Uh, sixty, I think sixty-five people. Five, sixty-six. Uh, yeah. But that in person that, attendees. that room is advertised for a hundred and twenty people. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> There's no way that that would be a, a room for a hundred and twenty people. And yeah. but it was that would have to be like preschoolers, maybe. I'm not sure. Well, mm. Possibly, uh, I can definitely say. Look, for a one hour meeting or a two hour meeting, people can come sit down there for their one hour or two hours, crammed mm -hmm. up, one hundred and twenty people, and then leave. But if you're there for five hours. I can see why ooh, this feels a bit claustrophobic, even with 60 yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Plus, plus support staff, right? There was like another mm -hmm. 10 of us. Yeah. And the camera crew and stuff. So uh, it was quite full. Um, and most, pe most people want to see us again. So that's positive. 86%. Yes. Yeah. Positive. Thank you all oh, for I'm coming. Gonna, uh, don't don't show that. I'm not, not going to show him. I'm sorry. That was my bad. <laughs> so yeah. So let me stop this share. Um, and did you want to mention the next the 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 thing that we're planning for next, or what we we have an idea for? Zip, what's your yes. your feeling? So I think we're probably good with same as last year around the beginning of spring kind mm -hmm. of thing, like mid March maybe. Um, and we are planning, we are actually planning to do it this year, but for various personal reasons, we started a bit too late for that, but we are definitely going to get, um, get in front of it, um, for, uh, early next year. And we're hoping to do a two day event. So people will either come in from out of town and stay overnight, or if they're in Tokyo, then they will just go back home and come back if they want. And that will give us a lot more times for a few more presentations a few more experts and mainly a lot more, um, you know, breakup rooms and, and more networking sessions and more Q&A. So we're going to be sending out a survey regarding that. And we would love to hear your thoughts on it as well. Mm -hmm. I, 
so you you think you think Tokyo or you want to like maybe go into the countryside and do a retreat or you want to do a retreat in Tokyo? Um, um that's maybe a question to include in the survey, I guess. Um it's definitely a lot a lot much nicer experience to get out there, but I don't know if anyone can make it, if everyone can make it, right? Because that's a that's a real commitment if it's yeah. um if everybody is going to be staying on site too. So yeah. Mm. So so that means we're on the hunt for a venue for two days. Um and yes. uh, so suggestions oh, be- are welcome. Will that be February or March? I think last, so this year we did it in February, which I felt was good for me. Yeah, February just, was good because there's nothing much else happening in February. Except the snow. It's just that it's going to be less than, I mean, four or less months apart between this one and the next one. And we're all coming back from holidays around mid-January, so I don't know if we're going to make it on time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good okay. point. Interesting. Also, it's a bit warmer in March. Yeah, late Feb. Late Feb. No, yeah. I don't want to get into the end of March because then we're sort of hitting school holidays. No, no not the end of March. No, for sure. But beginning, yeah. mid, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Late Feb, early March, I think is okay. And then same post after um, uh, maybe a September, like. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This time, yeah. Okay. I'm. Oh. I'm a- I think maybe a two-day event in Tokyo first so that people can, you know, come in for one day or two days as they prefer. And then if we see that they really loved it, then we'll take them out into the countryside next time. Well, I mean, we'd have to sort of get a whole community of Aki or like a whole, like, you know, glamping, you know, you could do a whole, like, take over a glamping village, for example. Oh, that's right. We can reach out to Anton and see if he knows anyone with a venue that will hold us all in the countryside. Mm, Yeah. Maybe Matt as well. Matt, Matt too, definitely, yeah. I think he's got some places that are, you know, that he's worked with that are for larger, you know, these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Matt wanted me to tell everyone that he is um, unfortunately no longer with the Akia and Inaka, but he's still very much into the Akia scene. So if you are still looking for an Akia, um, Anton is, um, as far as we're aware, he was asked at the event, but as far as we're aware, he's still not outsourcing his uh his uh, amazing services, but Matt most definitely is. So if you are looking for um, somebody to help you purchase an Akia, um, Matt Ketchum is your guy. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And, and, if you're, and if you're coming to Tokyo and you need an amazing place to stay, I have been having so much fun uh, decorating my new places. So, And um, uh, I'm, I'm adding, I think, four new places in the, in the next two weeks. So it's 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 going berserk which i'm really happy i've about. stayed in tracy's places uh, twice now every time i've gone to a japan real estate summit and i have not been disappointed why thank you why thank you i try i try so mm. but no i really would love to do a live audit of um and and just you know really show because what what it is that makes some places work and what some places don't work. So uh, that would be a lot of fun for me to do. Um, Add that to the uh, before after fetish, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And our our homeboy Anton is not available, but I do want to plug his book for you. Yes. Anton, congratulations, man. What an amazing, amazing book. I love the artwork. The artwork's amazing. So, and, and I mean, it's, inside, it's it, just, it, it's a great read. Um, I, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it's, and it's also just such a substantial book. There's like, it, it feels just the right balance, like the size, the weight, the, the um, yeah. production on it. Uh, very entertaining. Already uh, top seller on uh, Asian travel on Amazon. Excellent. Bestseller, I mean, I mean sorry. It, it's got such a great title. So, yeah. um, and uh, I think yeah, this is the so, very first one purchased. <laughs> I, no, mm, I don't know. Mine, mine. What's? Yeah. I was quick. Mine's, I was quick. mine's just here too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. So um, yeah, plug for Anton. I cheated. I get the electronic version. I, I got that too, but I mean, got to support. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I it's, it's it's nice having it like uh, physically. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of appreciate it because. There are some books that are just text, and I don't mind you know, going to the, the PDF sort of pre-release versions he sent. But this is like it's really nicely put together. Um, mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. So I'm glad yeah. I, we're moving in March, so I'm not gonna uh, up, I'm not I'm not gonna burden us with more books. We've got enough <laughs> of them with us, but maybe later. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. Well, that's available on Amazon. So jump on Amazon. Free houses in Japan. 
search it. There's a Kindle edition as well, um, or the the paperback. Well, I think that I have to get off now. So um, I hope uh, that's good for everybody. Yeah, actually, I, I know that we mentioned that I have a backlog, but I think I'll publish this episode next, just so people who've been to the summit can quickly see the uh, recap. Mm -hmm. And we hope to see you all with us um, late February, early March next year, hopefully over a weekend. Mm -hmm. Who's buying the beers? Thanks for your time, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, yes, again, huge thanks to everyone who participated and an apology to the few who couldn't due to the misleading streaming ticket mix-up. We promise to make sure that doesn't happen again. And as mentioned, hope to see you all again with us, as well as many new faces in the spring edition of our Japan Real Estate Summit coming to you in early 2024. Stay tuned and watch this space for the announcement, hopefully coming your way shortly after the coming end-of-year break. Now, before we go, we're also, as always, going to tell you and also link to our other sponsor's website. That's Hiroshi Shimizu, immigration lawyer and administrative scrivener. If you're thinking about moving here on a more permanent basis or you're already in Japan on some sort of a temporary visa and you want to switch to a longer term or permanent one, or if you're considering setting up a local company or a branch office of a foreign company and you've got any sort of business or visa-related inquiries, or even if you just want to find out what your options are on any of these topics, feel free to contact Hiroshi Shimizu. You can find him at japanimmigrationexperts.com and he can help you set up a company, apply for any kind of visa, or just provide you with the best advice and extremely affordable consultation related to these topics. And he's already done that for many of our listeners. So feel free to reach out to him. Again, that's japanimmigrationexperts.com and you'll be well on your way. And that's it from us for today, folks. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Japan Real Estate Podcast. Do share it with your networks and please let us know what you think. So leave us a short rating or review on the iTunes store, on Spotify, or just drop us a line in the comment section of wherever you might have found this episode. We love hearing from you. Hope to have you with us again next time. And until then, have a great day or night ahead. Yoroshiku! Yoroshiku!